If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you are rejoining me, welcome back. I'm Pernisa and this is A Word for Your Soul, episode 13. And this is going to be a special episode because I am going to um, be sharing the recording from this past Sunday. I had the honor of sharing a word at my church, Incense Worship, located in Rawway, New Jersey, under the leadership of Pastor Matthew and Tanya Johnson. And yes, I was honored to bring forth the word on Sunday and it really blessed me. It blessed other people and I just want to have the opportunity for it to possibly bless you all. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to get straight into it. But just before I get straight into it, I just want to say that this will be the last episode of this season and I will be back. I will be back with more and um, I really want to be consistent in this space. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to be back refreshed and just with a better way to be consistently um, bringing more content and um, really figuring out another way to bring us together as a community, because I'd really love for this space to be um, a community where we could um, come together outside of this platform. And so, um, yes, also, I didn't mention that I'm reading from Psalms 92, starting at verse 10. Yes. So it's Psalms 92, verse 10. And um, hope you enjoy it. And I hope it blesses you. See you all in 2024. I'll be back January of 2024, ready to pour out Love y'all. Peace. Um, Let us begin at 10. And it reads, But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. My eye also has seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. And that concludes the reading of the word. Amen. And the anchor scripture for today is verse 13. Those who are planted Mm. in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Amen. Amen. And so we've been in a series called Bloom Where You're Planted. Mm -hmm. And the title of my message today, and it's kind of long, but bear with me, (laughs) repotting where you're planted so that you may bloom. Amen. I'm going to say it again. Repotting where you're planted so that you may bloom. Mm -hmm. And so just a little background about Psalms. So contrary to popular thinking, Psalms wasn't just written by um, David. It is in fact the only uh, book of the Bible that had many other Mm co-authors. And it could be said that 
primary purposes of the Psalms is to bring about proper praise and worship. Mm -hmm. That's good. And it is, for those of us who don't know, it is the biggest book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it was coincidental that our God would have it so that the biggest book of the Bible would be about proper praise and worship. It only further led me to believe that perhaps my God, perhaps our God, wanted to put emphasis on how much it meant to him yes. to have proper praise yes. and worship. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as I was thinking on this, and one of the messages from this series came to mind, the message entitled Environmental Friendly. And in short, the point was not all environments are good for the believer. Go ahead. Which then led me to ponder on the fact that a proper environment must be one that is enriched with the proper praise and worship. Hallelujah. It is so. It is so. And our pastors say it all the time when we come in here and we stir up and we praise and we worship and we do what we just did, yeah. it prepares our heart, yeah. our soil to receive that word. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. That's good. And if I could be honest, when I think about my spiritual journey, mm -hmm. um, it is the cry that went out to my father, the yeah. desperate cry that only deepened my praise and my worship. Yes. Come on. Good. All confirming that proper praise and worship prepares our hearts and it prepares our minds. It prepares our hearts and our minds to be positioned. Positioned to receive the seed of life planted. But I've learned that there is a key ingredient necessary to even be able to cry out, to even be able to praise them and to worship. Which brings me to my first point the key ingredient on this journey of blooming where you're planted is humility. Amen. Humility. Amen. That's good. And I, I heard it even in prayer. Mm -hmm. You were saying humility, and I was mm -hmm. like, God, you're confirming it. Yeah. So he said humility. I learned that humility cultivates or it prepares the, the soil necessary mm. for a seed planted to bloom. That's right. That's good. Hallelujah. According to Psalms 138.6, he says, though the Lord is on high, yet he regards the lowly, uh -huh. but the proud he knows from afar. That's right. And as I read um, different versions and translations, because I like to read different translations, um, God's, I read a translation from God's word and it said even though the Lord is high above he sees humble people up close uh -huh. it said that he recognizes he only recognizes arrogant people from a distance that's Meaning, good. there's a reverence that our Father has for the humble. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so I've learned, because this is a continual thing that we keep learning and we keep yeah. evolving, Lord. Yeah. And so I learned that to be lowly or to be humble is to be able to recognize my inability to be able to save myself. Mm. My inability to work out my life situation myself. Come because it's possible to put on an outward demeanor, That's you know, right. but like inside you're full of pride and arrogance. Mm -hmm. still. And I know that to be true because I've done it. Yeah. 
you know? <laughs> like, um, I'm gonna give an example, and I know I can't be the only one, no, but not. we gonna talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and usually it's a close family member, or it's a friend, or it could be a spouse, or whoever, somebody close to you, you know, you see them going through the same thing over and over. You uh -huh. see them going around the mountain again and again. Mm -hmm. They're even telling you about the thing. And you thinking to yourself, like, clearly this is just not working for you. Like, why are they not getting it, you know? And they come to you and they say something, or you see it, and like, as soon as they start telling you, I know, I, I talk about me. I've said to myself, like, you know what? I'ma just be humble. I'm not gonna say nothing, because it is what it is. They ain't gonna listen to me, yada, yada, yada. And so they begin to tell me the things. And so I'm saying I'm gonna be humble, but yet, Arrogance is coming up as they're speaking. Pride is coming up as they're speaking. And the Lord was dealing with me, and he said, I rebuke that, because how dare you, as an intercessor, one that intercedes on behalf of somebody else, one who prays for somebody else, how dare you take this moment of, as an indication, I'm indicating to you to stay on the prayer for them, to seek me on their behalf. And you're taking this, and you're filling it with pride and arrogance about your opinion, about what they're going which is humility. Yes. And we have an understanding that blooming is to mature in the knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding of Christ. Yes. It could be said that in essence, consistently being aware of these things are a few ways of keeping watch over the soil, over our hearts. Mm, that's good and so when I first got this assignment, the first phrase that came to mind was, repotting the plant. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm gonna tell y'all this real short story. So, boom. <laughs> so I, um, when I first moved out on my own, I, um, I was like, I'm gonna see what this mom plant life is about. You know, like I went to Home Depot, I got this beautiful plant. It was like super beautiful. And it had like a pot, it had this beautiful white um, pot, right? And so I'm trying to tell y'all like that, 
plant lasted every bit of a week, if that. Like, it was a week. I'm not even like a whole week. And so I like, maybe I'm not about this plant life. Like, and I mean, like, ever since then, I literally never bought another plant. But, um, so, so I was saying, like, when I heard that, I'm like, Lord, I know I don't got no green thumb. So, like, I know that must be you talking to me, right? And so I didn't know anything about repotting or, like, like any of that, that plant stuff. That's good. As you all know, like, I don't, I don't know anything about that. So I had to do some research. And as I began to research, I learned to repot means to be planted wow. in another yeah. pot, yes. especially larger yeah. than the one you're already in. Yeah. And I learned that it is necessary in order to give a plant additional room yeah. to grow. Yeah. And what was interesting as I was studying was the signs of knowing when to repot, right? And the two that stuck out to me was when the plant soils begin to dry quickly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And two, noticing when a plant starts growing slower than normal, slower than usual, right? And so it brings me to my second point, assessing the pot we've been planted in. Come on now. Right? And so the Lord began to show me that the first pot or house I was planted in was the one in the world apart from God. You know the one that according to Psalms 51.5 that says we are shaping in iniquity and in sin our mothers conceived us, which acknowledges we were all once planted in a sinful nature from the moment of conception. Amen. And as I started thinking about this and thinking about the beginning of my spiritual journey as an adult, because our spiritual journey is different from a kid to an adult, Mm -hmm. right? And so I started seeing how being planted in the world apart from God, it left my soil, it left my heart feeling consistently dry, Mm. consistently. And when something is dry, by definition, it's hardened, it's brittle. And to be brittle means that it's liable to break or shatter easily, Easily. and it's withered. To be withered is to perish, Mm. it is to die. And as I was looking it up, and I knew it was God confirming this word, because literally, the definition or or the opposite words of withered is to thrive Uh or flourish. Uh Uh-huh, come on. And so, now keep in mind, I said earlier, one of the signs a plant needs repotting is when the soil dries out quickly. I said the soil is hardened and it's brittle, which are all things that no longer allows a plant, which would be us in this analogy, to flourish, to thrive, to bloom. That's right. And when I was planted in the pot of the world apart from God, that is exactly how I felt. And now looking back, I could see how life's heartaches and disappointments, how the trials and tribulations, how that left my heart just feeling dry. Mm-hmm. It left my heart feeling hardened, mm-hmm. is the word. Yes. And in relationships, be it romantic or platonic, I felt liable to like break, to shatter. Mm-hmm. And at any point of like friction, it was always when it was opposition or friction, I felt like I was just going to shatter. Like mm-hmm. everything was a big deal whenever it would come up. Because wow. of everything that's compiled, that was compiled under the surface of my heart. Mm-hmm. 
And so moving to the second sign that stood out earlier was knowing or realizing when the plant is growing slower than usual. And in the part apart from God in hindsight, like now I realize that um, I was not truly flourishing. Mm. Like the way in which God desires us to really flourish and bloom. Mm -mm. And what was a telltale sign for me was that I was um, I was advancing kind of in life. Like I acquired my own place. I had my car. It was in my name. I'm paying it. Like I started advancing at work. And I was getting all of these things. But my soul was unsatisfied. Mm -hmm. Like it was That's unsatisfied. Good. That's good. That's good. And I felt like I kept hitting a wall where I could be like aware of all the things that I admittedly knew. Like I wasn't in denial about the things that needed to be fixed, the things that were flawed, but I couldn't successfully fix those areas. Mm -hmm. And it left me feeling internally like stagnant. Mm -hmm. Like I've done all that I can. I've done all the growing I can do in this pot apart from God. Wow. Which leads me to my final point. Repotting where you're planted. Psalms 92.13 says, Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Amen. And the Lord was showing me that perhaps it's time for you, for us to be repotted. Perhaps we need to be planted in a larger pot in Christ. Amen. In the house of the Lord in order to truly flourish. You could be like I was in realizing you've come to a point where being planted apart from God is withering you up, causing you to be dry and brittle and ultimately feeling like you've done all you can planted in that pot. And for the seasoned mature believers, perhaps you need to be repotted in the house of the Lord because he's requiring more of you. And you need additional room to grow. And for my seasoned believers, as I was studying, I came across this question. And it says, what happens if you don't repot a plant? And it was deep to me. And it said that um, if your plant is overgrown for its container with crowded roots that have nowhere to expand, the plant can be stunning. It could be stressed out. And it could suffer from getting too little water and nutrients, and the leaves could drop. Mm -hmm. And it could even die. Yes. Meaning it's possible that if a mature believer growing in the, in the knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding of Christ, but you don't move out to do the more that he's requiring to do, it's possible your growth could end up stunning. Wow. And in conclusion, I said, let us put on the humility necessary to prepare our hearts to be planted in his house. Let us not keep going over basic teachings over and over again, but let us go on instead and become mature in his understandings as we assess the pot that we're in. And lastly, as we look to the author and the finisher of our faith, mm -hmm. Jesus, let us remain planted in his house. Yeah. Let us remain planted in him so that we may flourish in the courts of our God. 